Alright, what's up, what's up? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode, another edition of the Great Debate Show with your host, myself, Jarvis Jeffries. I'm by myself today, but I'm really not debating here on the Great Debate Show. I just wanted to quickly give a live, quick update of wrestling news. And uh, also quickly, maybe uh, Anthony Davis and his future with the Lakers, if he's going to extend or not, or if the Lakers care to extend him or not. There's rumors swirling that Dame Lillard could be traded to the Miami Heat after this season is officially over. The NBA Finals Game 3 tonight on ABC ESPN Radio. Who's going to win Game 3 in South Beach? Nuggets Heat. But first I want to just briefly talk about, as you can hear the AEW Dynamite music in the background, I just want to quickly talk about AEW Collision. There's bad news right now for AEW, so it sounds like, as of right now, uh, we're being told, the reports are that AEW is still doing pretty bad in their ticket sales for the first night of AEW Collision, which will be in Chicago, which is at the United Center, that is CM Punk's hometown. We know CM Punk will be returning for the debut episode of AEW Collision. Now, here's a few things. It's already going to be aired live on Saturday nights. They're starting the first one off in CM Punk's hometown, Chicago. It's been announced. And AEW ticket sales are still pretty bad. And I just wanted to take the time to briefly explain why I think those ticket sales are pretty bad, even after the CM Punk announcement. Honestly, honestly, AEW fans, wrestling fans as a whole, you have to understand that, and Tony Khan needs to understand this more than anybody else. You have to understand that maybe the fans just don't trust you, Tony Khan. Maybe they don't believe. Maybe they have to see it to believe it first. I mean, we keep getting all these, all this new additional AEW programming, yet we're not... Well, I can't speak for all AEW fans or all wrestling fans. I know some wrestling fans, Terrence Smith, my co-host for one, who watches WWE and AEW. But we agree, we mutually agree most of the time as far as what's going on in AEW. We may debate a little bit more about what's going on in the WWE, but there's no debate that AEW booking and storylines, storytelling, has been pretty weak since Cody left. Now, that Punk is back. We know that Punk cannot be on Dynamite, or rarely will he be on Dynamite. He will be on Collision. So what do we have here? We have a new show, which is good for AEW, we hope, but it's on a Saturday night. But there's a whole new show just for CM Punk, just because these guys can't be professional and men and just, you know, suck it up and work with each other and be professionals. So some of the people that are scheduled, some of the stars that will be on AEW Collision, such as Samoa Joe, FTR, Andrade. These are some of the people that will be on Collision, Powerhouse Hobbs, because they can work with CM Punk. I don't think Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, anybody in the elite, especially Hangman Page probably, will be a part of Collision at all, if any, and will probably not ever work with CM Punk again. That's Hangman. So Omega versus Punk may not happen. But here's my here's my story real quick. 
the reason why I think AEW ticket sales for Collision night one, June 17th, Saturday night, TNT, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central. Everybody's at a hookah lounge. Everybody's at the bar. Everybody's in Buffaloes, Wild Wings, or they're doing something. They're clubbing. They're partying. They're doing something. It's a Saturday night. Anybody from the ages of 18 and 35 are probably not going to be at home to watch. If so, yeah, people do have DVRs, but they need to really make this a hell of an opener. But here's the reason why I think the ticket sales are bad. I think that the reason for the low ticket sales is because people probably don't trust Tony Khan with Collision. Again, we have to remember, Tony Khan said that Rampage would be an A show, just like Dynamite. He promised that Rampage would be treated like a top show, but it ended up being an AEW Dark 2.0, 3.0. That's pretty much all I, I got from it. Rampage sucks. No storytelling. Just random matches. And that's not a number two show to Dynamite. So maybe they don't trust you, TK. Maybe they have to see it first for a good four to six weeks before they actually, you know, come aboard. Before they come on board. But I think if he books Collision the right way, if he does really well after the first month or two, yeah, people will trust that Collision is a top show and then the ticket sales will go up. That's just my opinion. I think this could be the reason. I mean, you've got CM Punk. The announcement has been made now and he squeezed that. He he milked that and juiced it as long as he could before he finally said, hey, it's CM Punk. And I think we all knew it was CM Punk. It was going to be. We knew he was coming back. He's always been still a part of AEW. The contract is not over. We don't know when it ends. And it's probably been extended due to the injury time. We haven't saw CM Punk in nine months or so. This is the reason why. Story, the storytelling has to get better. It needs to be long-term storytelling. And I'm going to help you out right here. I'm going to throw you a bone, TK. And I'm going to get out of here and wrap this up. This is what I think AEW needs to do. The rumors are swirling that CM Punk his first feud is going to be with Samoa Joe. All right. That's fine, I guess. I don't really care for it, but okay, whatever. This is somebody who's willing to work with Punk, and he's going to be on collision. So I guess he's not going to be a part of Ring of Honor anymore. Right now, as of now, he's Ring of Honor. And he's still a Ring of Honor television title champion or something like that. I don't keep up with those titles in Ring of Honor. I don't get to see Ring of Honor. And I'm not really interested until I hear otherwise that it's worth watching, but... If Samoa Joe is going to be in the first few with Punk, this is what I think they need to do. Right now, you've got Ricky Starks in an angle with Juice Robinson and Jay White. Get that over with and get that done. Once that match is done with Jay White and Ricky Starks, somehow, some way, before Collision airs on June 16th, June 17th, on TNT, you need to get Samoa Joe in a stable with the Bullet Club or the Gold Bullet Club or whatever they're calling it these days. And then you have Samoa Joe and Jay White and Juice Robinson versus CM Punk and FTR. Because that's the stable that we're hearing is going that Punk is going to have. Punk and FTR, we've been knowing this for quite some time. If they all could have put their big boy pants on and been professional and worked together, it should be FTR and Punk versus the Elite. On Dynamite, or collision or both who knows but and so the brand split 
it's pretty much just anybody that can work with Punk come to collision. Anybody that can't stay on Dynamite. And it still probably could work, but they really missed out on a lot of money. They missed out on a lot of lot of good content, a lot of good shows. It could have been a lot of good TV for AEW and for TNT, TBS, and Warner Brothers Discovery. But I think that here's the twist. In my opinion, make that trios tag team match opening night. Somehow, Punk and Joe already are bumping heads. FTR and Jay White. And Juice Robinson are already bumping heads. Now you get these guys into a six-man tag, trios match, or whatever you call it, and it's Punk and FTR versus Samoa Joe and Jay White and Juice Robinson. But I think, aren't we tired? Haven't we seen enough of CM Punk as the babyface? All of that started to wear out. Even when he won the championship, got injured, and then there was the all-out brawl. But how about CM Punk heel return? We've never seen the heel CM Punk in AEW. CM Punk should go heel in that tag team match, in that trios tag match, to end the main event of AEW Collision on the debut night. The main event should be FTR and Punk versus, again, Jay White and Juice Robinson and Samoa Joe, but CM Punk and FTR do something dirty. Don't get disqualified. Maybe get disqualified. It doesn't matter. Nobody should really lose. But if Samoa Joe loses, hey, he's over now because now he's the babyface. And CM Punk is the heel. FTR is the heel. And they do something underhanded to get this win or just flat out turn on them. And it's just this, it's a disqualification. And they just beat the hell out of Samoa Joe, NJ White, and Juice Robinson. And now the story begins. Punk versus Samoa Joe, all out, all in, I mean. Are they doing an all-in and an all-out? Or is it just all-in is the new all-out now? Or just for this year when they go to Wembley Stadium in, uh, what is it, late August? I'm not sure about that. Anybody that knows that on YouTube here, you can comment. Please let me know in the comment section. But, yeah, that's my take. Punk and FTR go heel. FTR was healed. Early on in the in their early AEW run, when they first came in with Teddy Blanchard, they did good at it. It's time for Punk to do it. We know he's better heel anyway. And Samoa Joe makes a good baby face. So now he's over. Juice and Jay White, they're over. Everybody wins. And you work that story of those six guys, especially Punk and Samoa Joe, until the pay-per-view. At all out. All in. Joe and Punk. I would say you could stretch it until then if you for whatever reason, do it on collision before the pay-per-view. I think you'd be making a a horrible mistake. That would be like Hogan versus Goldberg on Nitro back in July 98. But, you know, what do I know? But that's my my thoughts on that. Um, But, yeah, AEW Collision coming Saturday night, June 17th on TNT. Punk will be there. It's been announced and the ticket sales are still pretty bad. And I just wanted to give my take on why the storytelling needs to be better. TK, honestly, it has to be better long-term storytelling in AEW on collision. And if there's ever going to be a time where a superstar from one show shows up on the other, then the storylines need to, they need to match. They need, they need to come together. It needs to make sense. Those stories need to go hand in hand on each show. 
But if it's a brand split, a hard brand split, and we don't know if it's really hard or soft, but I think it's a little harder than what people think or what was told, then you just keep everybody where they're at on their show. MJF, I think, will also be a part of Collision, but because he's the champion, he'll probably be on both shows until he's going against whoever for the ti- for his title, and then that would depend on, you know, if they're a part of Collision or Dynamite. But that's all I have for the wrestling part. I just wanted to just, you know, put that out there, give my opinion on the fact that those ticket sales still didn't skyrocket like most people thought they would once TK confirmed Punk <laughs> will be at Collision for the opening episode, the debut episode on a Saturday night in the United Center in Chicago. I don't know. They need to put on a great show. This needs to be just as good, if not better, than the very first episode of AEW Dynamite in October of 2019. And they need to keep it going, and then maybe ticket sales will do better. But it's going to have to be better storytelling because, damn it, you're on a Saturday night already as it is, and that's not going to be easy. You'll be competing with college football Saturday nights, primetime games when the season starts back this fall. You will have to deal with WWE running all of their pay-per-views on Saturday nights now. So the night that they run it on during that month in time, you'll have to deal with that. UFC and boxing also doing the same. They have their pay-per-views on Saturday nights. Now, again, some of the main cards don't start until after collision will go off air. But still, that football game, that's going to hurt them. And with it being a Saturday night alone. So we'll see how it goes. In other news, Anthony Davis. Do anybody? Does anyone think Anthony Davis should be a Laker? Should he get extended? There's talks that that may not happen. And I got to say, I can't really blame the Lakers if they don't extend AD. Me and my co-hosts, Terrence Smith and Nick Ely, we will debate that on the next episode, on next week's episode, if he deserves an extension or not in L.A. And Dame Lillard, could he be getting traded to the Miami Heat? Or will he get traded, period? I think the time is coming, and I think he finally realizes it. And I think he's tired of tweeting from home during the postseason about these games when he should be in these games. And uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, AEW Dynamite tonight. We'll see what is going to go on, what's going to happen. Monday Night Raw ended with Seth Rollins defending the World Heavyweight Championship against... Damian Priest, it was a pretty good match. Of course, Seth Rollins came out victorious. Uh, the Bloodline story continues to go on, and it's still good. SmackDown was very good. Good ending. Roman Reigns, 1,000-plus days. The title reign continues to go on. He's got a new Universal Championship or a new WWE Championship belt. Um, so that's pretty much WWE. For right now, AEW still trying to bounce back from a good start that became very rocky and a bumpy road. It has been for the past 18 months, I would say, because 2022 was not good. And 2023 hasn't been much better. They have their nights where they book good shows, and then they have their nights where it's like, why am I watching this? Orange Cassidy is so overbooked in AEW, it doesn't make any sense. And I love Orange Cassidy. But they have to get back to what they were doing with him in the beginning. You know, like, he's just just a funny guy. 
let's get the funny match over with and it shouldn't last 15 to 20 minutes and he shouldn't be beating all of these people. It's just starting to get out of hand. They put that a that All-Atlantic Championship title on him just to give him a belt, just so he can get more booking. I mean, man, this is just a bit too much. He's a bit overbooked and overhyped now. Nobody ever took him serious, and Tony Khan keeps shoving him down our throats because some fans still won't. Again, I like him, but this this is a little too much. And and Moxley is booked every week. Oh my God! Like I don't even care for the BCC, but damn! Like every week, they don't have to be booked every week. This is overbooking. Gonna have to get better. This is the reason why ticket sales are bad. Double or nothing. There were empty seats, plenty of them. And make Jade a star when she comes back, like a real, real star. Or she's going to WWE. Um, That's pretty much all I have. I just wanted to just briefly talk about that. Skip and Shannon. Shannon Sharp, we forgot to mention, is leaving FS1. He's leaving Skip Bayless and the debate table after about, what, six years. It's coming to an end as soon as the NBA Finals comes to an end. The Great Debate Show should take over, undisputed. And Skip should just retire, and Shannon should just go do whatever the hell he wants to do. And the best of luck to him on his future endeavors. I understand why he's leaving. We'll talk about that, too, on the next episode. Is Jimmy Garoppolo going to play for the Raiders? Is Brock Purdy going to be the starter week one for the 49ers, or will it be Trey Lance, or is Trey Lance just not good enough? And they're just making up excuses and they're just beating around the bush and they really are trying to trade him and they're just hyping him up to trade him. Sam Donald splitting first team reps with Trey Lance. Yesterday was all Donald. Today should be all Trey Lance. What's going to happen in that quarterback room in San Fran? Where is D-Hop going to sign? All of that and more. On the next episode of The Great Debate Show, I just wanted to come in and give you a few updates, drop a little wrestling news in, and uh, be on about my way. Bianca Belair may be going heel in the WWE. I think CM Punk should come back heel in AEW. And I think Jade should come back as babyface. And she should go for the AEW Women's Championship because they're playing around with that thing right now. Tony Storm is the champion again. Who cares? Jamie Hayter's injured. Chris Stantlander is the new TBS title champion. I mean, but who cares? Unless they can get some good story and some good storytelling in here and involve other women outside of just the outcasts. Because they're really going nowhere with that, and that's enough of that. Enough of Brick Baker. She's overbooked as well. Her and Orange Cassidy are the most overbooked in AEW. And there's literally no stories for either of them. They're just competing. Especially Orange. But anyway. I'm still a fan and I'm still hanging in there, but I have to also, you know, give my opinions on what I think about the program, about what I think about AEW programming and the promotion as a whole. And it's just not as good as it used to be. They get some things right every now and then, but they always find a way to drop the ball with some of the biggest and best opportunities that they have fall right in their lap. Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson is going to be, um, he's kind of like creative control. He's, he's, he's a part of AEW creative, the AEW creative team. He, he's been that way for quite some time now, and he's getting into it even more now with Collision. 
I don't know if these guys really can book these shows, though. I don't know. Get Rampage off of television, though. And, 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 and yes, we're finally done with Dark, but get Rampage off as well. Or if you want to do something, put Rampage on YouTube. Take that Friday night show away. You're not getting any ratings. And it's going to take a lot to get those Saturday ratings on Collision. Is there anything else? Celtics in heat tonight. Game three in South Beach. I think me and Nick went with Miami and Terrence has Denver. We're going to see how this game's going to go. Hope you got your parlays right. Baseball, basketball, a lot of baseball games. All right. That's all I got. And I'm out. If anything breaks, any news in sports breaks. Oh, Terrence Crawford and Errol Spence, July 29th in Las Vegas at the T-Mobile Arena. We're going to talk more about that too. And if anything else comes up in the NFL, NBA, or any other sport that's worth talking about, we will definitely get to it. We've got a lot of great debates coming up. New look, new quality, new sound, a lot of things coming here. When these finals end, we got some good content to keep things going here while during a boring uh, summer of sports, I would say. But that's it for me right now. I'm Jarvis Jeffries. Again, the Great Debate Show is available wherever you get your podcast. Hit the follow button. And on YouTube, subscribe. Hit the subscribe button and the, and the notification bell. Well, that's it. It's the Great Debate Show. Thank you for listening, and I hope everybody enjoys the rest of their week. Dynamite is tonight on TBS. SmackDown, Roman Reigns, the WWE, Friday Night SmackDown on Fox on Friday night. We probably will come back, me and Terrence, maybe. We'll try to get back maybe Sunday to review this week in wrestling. And uh, if there's much to review, if anything, worth talking about. But other than that, we'll be back on a regular Tuesday with a new one of the Great Debate Show. Thank you. Y'all be safe out there in peace.